Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Behind the Birds podcast. Today, we have a special edition of the Behind the Birds podcast. Me, myself, Philly Eagles updates, and Max, Eagles Intel, are going to be doing a first-round mock draft of all the teams in the NFL. We're going to be covering not so much in depth, but we're going to try to, you know, in the time span that we have, but we're going to cover a lot of the the draft picks that, that are going to be happening on April the 30th, I believe. The 29th. first round. 29th. The 29th. Okay. The 29th is the first round. So we're going to be covering the first round. And this weekend, we're going to be covering a full Eagles seven round mock draft. So are we doing full seven one. round or are we just doing a one through 12 kind of thing? For the for, for this weekend, for the next pod? Yeah. I think we're just doing one through 12 going in one depth 12. on each pick. Okay. That's that's what Nader's made it sound like. Okay. Uh, it right, could be so seven round mock. Who knows? We'll find out this weekend. Listen. Well, we right now we have a simulator right in front of us. You can't see it on the screen, but me and, the Matt, draft me and Max, yes, me and Max are going to be going over some of the picks back and 32, forth. back and forth. He'll It'll be making vote. the first selection. I'll be making the second. And we'll go in order and we'll make the 12th pick, the Eagles selection together. So let's start it off. Go ahead, Max. Yeah. No trades to just make that out. Clear. Yeah, yeah, like there yeah. could be even if Kyle Pitts is on the board eight or nine. Um, mm-hmm. all right. Well, obviously the Jags we're not even gonna have to really talk about it. We know who they're taking. Trevor Lawrence. Generational yeah. talent. That's what yeah. that's what everybody's saying. It's, 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 it's not an a question. I'm your second. I mean, I'm pretty sure I know who you're gonna take. Zach Wilson for the Jets. It's a perfect fit. He's a he's a he's he's another possible generational quarterback, and I, it's a no brainer. Yes. Yeah, so now it gets not tricky. But it doesn't sound like Justin Fields is really in the mix for the 49ers at three. And based off what we've really heard, it sounds like it's going to be Mac Jones. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Mac Jones based off what I'm hearing. If I were the 49ers, what I would do is take Trey Lance. Right. I haven't heard a lot of Trey Lance noise, but I've heard a lot of Justin Fields and Mac Jones noise. But I think it's the fact that Shanahan and John Lynch are both going. Tomorrow is the Alabama and the OSU Pro Day. Right. And Thursday, going. I believe, I believe they set up a meeting with, with Fields on Thursday. I'm not sure when they did, but they're choosing to go to Mac Jones Pro Day over yes. Justin Fields. Yes, that's I do. Correct. I do yes. remember hearing something about that, so I'm going Mac Jones with three. And with four, Atlanta. Here's here's like the wild card pick for a lot of teams, not just for the Eagles anymore since we traded back, but Atlanta at four is a, is a wild card team because they could go quarterback at at four with Justin Fields or Trey Lance, or they can go a skill player such as Jamar Chase. Don't think they will. Or they can go with a possible generational offensive tackle like Penny Sewell. Sewell. And I think that's what they're going to do. And if you were to ask me a week ago if they would draft an offensive tackle, I probably would have said no. I thought they would have leaned towards quarterback. But with the, the 49ers trading up, I just don't see Atlanta taking that quarterback. I think their goal for this year is to try to fix Matt Ryan and try to get him back to 2017 Matt Ryan, or I'm sorry, 20, 2018 or 20, 2016 Matt Ryan. And um, yeah, I, I think that with this move, trying to solidify the offensive line, I think it's a perfect fit. Yeah. <clears throat> so obviously you leave another quarterback on the board, but then you go to the Bengals and they burrow. So there's no quarterback going here. And, Albert Breer has been saying it's a reason the Eagles might have moved back, actually. I set this up right for you, Matt. Yeah, nice. especially <laughs> if the Falcons take Penny Sewell, because I think right now the Bengals would be deciding between Sewell and then Jamar Chase. But with you taking Sewell at four, 
and Breer saying how the Eagles think that the Bengals are going to take Jamar Chase. That's part of the reason they traded back. Yeah, I'm going to go Chase here at five and get Bur- Burrow his yeah, it makes perfect college wide receiver. Right, yeah, and it makes perfect sense of what you just said because <clears throat> again, Burrow and Chase played together at LSU, had their best had their best seasons together at LSU. So I think yeah, no brainer, makes perfect sense. Yeah. So you got it. Dolphins. See and at six Dolphins, here's, here's a, you know, here's another, you know, interesting pick because the Dolphins traded back and then up to, you know, cause they thought that they weren't going to get a three team trade, right? They weren't, they, they believe that they maybe tried to get Zach Wilson, but the Jets weren't budging and they believe they couldn't get him at three. And, you know, now that they believe in Tua, what do you do at six? And I believe that, the Miami Dolphins have to go with a playmaker. They got to get somebody on the edge or in the slot that can help Tua out. They got to surround Tua with as much pieces as possible. And I think you got to go Jalen Waddle here. Yeah, it's another spot. I think if I were in your position, Waddle's definitely another guy they're talking about. It's Alabama receivers going both Smith and Waddle. But another guy you have to look at there is Kyle Pitts. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah obviously. But you know. And then you have the – um Lions coming up. I don't think three wide receivers go in the f- top 10 picks. So that's why I'm not going to put Devontae Smith here. Mm-hmm. When the what, Lions have a huge need of wide receiver, obviously. Lost Kenny Galladay, lost Marvin Jones. And they need to protect the quarterback, which this year it sounds like it's going to be Jared Goff. Honestly, right here, that's it wouldn't surprise pick. me. <clears throat> I'm going to take Rashawn Slater, but it would not surprise me if the Lions here took Trey Lance. I think Rashawn Slater is an interesting one because he could easily go into the top 10 or he could fall outside a little bit of the top He's a guy the Eagles would definitely look at at 12. I can tell you that. Yeah, it's going to come down to draft night of where the pieces fall, but Rashawn Slater could definitely fall a little bit outside the top 10. I think he falls into that 7 to 12 range of of those teams, and I think Rashawn Slater is a good pick for Detroit. But going into Carolina, Carolina is another interesting team because – they're heavily interested in Deshaun Watson. We all know this, and they have they they've been they've been the most aggressive reportedly in trying to get Deshaun Watson. Okay, and let's go with Jay here. Deshaun Watson's cooked now. He's yeah. There's a very real chance he's not playing the NFL again. Yeah. It's you know Trey Lance is a is a is a good pick. Justin Fields is a good pick. They you know they need a quarterback, so I'm gonna go Justin Fields here. They, they don't think they believe in Teddy Bridgewater right now. I think his contract is too much. His dead cap would be too much to get rid of, but he could ride the bench and they get their quarterback of the future. Maybe he's a bridge quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater, to kind of develop Justin Fields, Trey Lance, sit behind a year and uh, do it that way. Yeah, and I don't think Trey Lance is going to fall to nine to the Broncos, but I think, honestly, that's probably the Broncos' ideal scenario here. We've heard that they want to bring in a quarterback to compete with Drew Locke. That could be a rookie quarterback, such as Lance Fields, Mac Jones, if he makes it there. Or it could be someone like they trade for Sam Darnold. So in this situation right here, I'm picking Trey Lance because he simply is available. I don't think he will be available come April 29th at the ninth overall pick. I think we'll see a team possibly trade up for Lance. I think if there's a few trade back in, it's such as the Falcons, they don't want a quarterback. You can look at the Lions even. And the Panthers might try and go up if they don't think a quarterback will fall. But in this situation, I'm taking Trey Lance at nine. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. And, you know, 
whether Trey Lance is a is a prospect quarterback, a developmental quarterback who could sit behind for a year or two. Well, you know, it's yet to see, but Trey Lance, De- Denver could have their potential guy in Trey Lance. And as far as the Dallas Cowboys go, I think this is unfortunate for all Eagles fans and NFC East fans in general. But I think if Kyle Pitts is there at 10, they're taking him. Yeah. You got to take, you got to take him at, at 10. And if Kyle that's Pitts makes th- this far, you're most likely looking at the Eagles trading up. Yes. At, no, at nine, especially at nine, especially, but we're right now we're doing no trades. So, you know, that would make, you know, that would only make sense. But Kyle Pitts is, has to be the pick at 10. I mean, you surround Dak Prescott with Kyle Pitts, C.D. Lamb, Mari Cooper, Michael Gallup. I mean, Ezekiel Elliott, that's that's some offense you got right there. Yeah, so now another NFC East team. You have the Giants here. And there's a few different routes I think the Giants could go. I'm not going to say Devontae Smith because they just brought in Kenny Galladay. I don't think they'll go cornerbacks. They brought in Dory Jackson, not first round at least, because they also have James Bradbury on the other side. I think really right here, you're looking at an edge rusher or Micah Parsons. And in my personal opinion here, I think Parsons is going to fall a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah. actually going to go. I think Parsons is in play for the Eagles, but I don't think they'll actually take him because Eagles don't value linebackers like that. I'm going to go with Quiddy Pay. I'm surprised how low he how low he is on the. Uh... On the this, PFN, on the yeah, Draft this, Network um, website. This edge rushing clash is not that great. Yeah. All right. So now we got the Eagles. We'll do this jointly. Then you yeah. can make the Chargers pick. Right. So, I mean, there's a lot of talent on the board still at 12. You got Patrick Sertan, Devontae Smith, J.C. Horn, who all three of these guys have been linked to the Eagles heavily, even before we kind of traded down. You know, so there's a lot of talent here. And the Eagles can go a different way, many different ways. But I think the consensus is that the Eagles will pick either a wide receiver or a cornerback. Most likely. I think at, what was Adam Kaplan saying today? He was saying something about how he wouldn't be surprised if it's Quiddy Pay, Quiddy Quiddy Pay. Pay or who's one more? Oh, uh, Rashawn Slater. But oh, obviously yeah, yeah, Slater yeah. is Jay, gone. I think Jay said that in chat, yeah. Both Pay and Slater are gone right now. Right. So, yeah, and we still have Sertan, as you said, Smith. Micah Parsons is there. I don't think they'll take him, but I think they will talk about it. Yeah. It, and then the, J.C. Horn. They'll always – they'll be interested in, in Michael Parsons. I just don't buy it. I they don't, don't think value the Eagles, linebacker. They don't value much. the linebacker position they never as had much as most before teams. Doug Peterson. Not going to happen. I, don't, I forget what the year was last time they took a linebacker in the first two rounds of the draft. Under, under this regime, they're not going to select a uh, linebacker in the first round. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. So I think in my here's where I'm leaning. I'm leaning towards Sertan or Horn in this situation right. simply because this wide receiver draft is loaded. Mm-hmm. You're looking at four really good wide receivers who could start in the team next year who will most likely, at least one of them, right. will be sitting there at 37. We're not doing second round, but. Mm-hmm. I was I was leaning towards Devontae Smith and J.C. Horn. I think that one of those two are. J.C. Horn be- is my top cornerback. Right. So yeah, so is my. I think J.C. Horn is a better a better prospect than Sertan and and Farley. I think I think he did a lot better in the matchups with the SEC line yes. or SEC wide receivers than Sertan did. Yep. So are we in agreement. We'll take. J.C. I think Horn. I think Horn is the pick. I think Horn's the pick. Sertan also said today he has not have a scheduled meeting with the Eagles yet. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they'll go to his pro day tomorrow. Yeah, that's yeah. That'll probably. But change. Horn has said he has met with the Eagles. All right, you got the Chargers pick. So the Chargers, the Chargers is another team that could go many different places. They can go 
Patrick Sertan. They can even with the with the loss of Mike Williams to be that could be Devontae Smith, another wide receiver. I don't think, I don't think Mike Williams is I think No, no, next season. Oh, I think his contract season, expires season. next season. So I think I think and yeah, he hasn't really panned yeah, out. Think, yeah. Yeah. He's gonna yeah. want too much money. Yeah. So Devontae Smith, they could put him on the outside or whatever. But I think I'm gonna go. They can even go Micah Parsons to go go along with Kenneth Murray. But I think the pick here is Patrick Sertan. They they need another corner to go along with that with that secondary. It's getting up there in age. Casey Hayward. I think you'll see them uh, take Harris. if both those offensive tackles are off the board too. Could see them take a look at Darisol. Yes. Just because they protect your own quarterback, it's the name of the game. But yeah, so you're going Sertan. It's a good pick. The Vikings here. Oof. I think this one. The Vikings have a few needs, in my opinion. They need to help make sure Kirk Cousins doesn't die behind that line again. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say wide receiver is that big of a need with Devontae Smith sitting up at the board. Not even Micah Parsons at the top of the linebacker. So here's I'm going with Elijah Vera Tucker, the offensive guard out of USC. Protect your quarterback. And then no, if yeah, Cousins yeah. not your quarterback next year, you have him for the near future. I mean, the Vikings have had a, a very – uh, you know, suspicious offensive line throughout the years over exactly. the last couple of years. So, I mean, it makes perfect sense for Vera Tucker to go to Minnesota. But for New England, probably the winners of free agency. And well, I think, yeah, yeah I, I think that they can they can get another great valued pick here at 15. And I think that Micah Parsons is a guy that defensive they you know Bill Belichick defensive guy he loves his linebackers and I think Micah Parsons fits that system very well had a ter- tremendous pro day I'll say that yeah, he did the Cardinals they lost Pat Pete in free agency so I think Caleb Farley is definitely going to be in play here I uh, there's they really don't really have that big of a need for a wide receiver you know you got DeAndre Hopkins Christian Kirk Larry Fitzgerald they do need a running back but I think at six too early. Yeah, it's yeah, too I don't early. Think you can take at ETN or Najee Harris here. So personally, I'm going to give them. Okay, where is he? There he is, Caleb Farley. That's a yeah. That's a great pick, right? Take there. Pat Pete. They face, just lost place. Pat Pete, so yeah. I mean, their secondary. They need they need Caleb Farley Farley in that secondary. Yeah. Right, you got it. Raiders, 17. So at 17, the Raiders are in another position where they could go wide receiver like Devontae Smith. Not that he played last season, but they just lost Tyrell Williams. They have Henry Ruggs. Nelson Aguilar, to pair, too. Nelson Aguilar. But to pair Devontae Smith with, with Nelson Aguilar, who can go over the top, Henry Ruggs can go over the top. I think Devontae Smith is a great pick for Las Vegas and what they want to do, John Gruden in that offense, uh, get Derek Carr, another receiver. I think, it, I think it's a good pick. Yeah, I think, honestly, who do we have the Dolphins? No, the Dolphins took a uh, – Waddle. Waddle, never mind. I was going to say the Dolphins will be kicking rocks. At. They Smith yeah. gets taken the pick before them. I mean, but... hey, you could take Waddle and Smith. <laughs> <laughs> they will take both. After signing <laughs> Fuller, no chance. Um, I think here you're looking at the Dolphins <sighs> – Need edge rushers. What I'm looking at here, but as I said, this edge class is not that good. I, to talk I about think, edge rushers real quick. I mean, Greg uh, Greg Rousseau, like I'm not a fan coming, of that. A couple, I think he's a gonna couple, bust. Couple weeks ago, Greg Rousseau was like the best edge rusher. Jalen Phillips, his teammate, had a much that's, much better. That's day what I'm today. thinking about putting here. 
Jalen Smith, uh, Jalen Phillips had a much better pro day than I think than Rousseau is, today. You put Parsons to the Patriots at 15, but I think this is as far as Parsons will drop yes. at 18. I think there's no way the line, Dolphins will pass on him, especially mm-hmm. after losing a linebacker. They lost Kyle Van Noy. They cut him. Oh, I'm I'm in agreement with you about <clears throat> about Rousseau though. I think I, like a few weeks ago, I could have said, okay, yeah, he's a good process. He didn't play. He didn't play this season because of COVID. But Jalen Phillips, his teammate, his teammate, he knocked it out of the park today. He had a much better pro day than Rousseau. Yeah, and the big concern with Jalen Phillips isn't his talent; it's more so his medicals. Yes. So that's why I'm going back and forth to Jalen Phillips and Christian Darisol to protect Tua. Same with Rousseau. Rousseau's had a lot of injuries too. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. Take the risk here and go with Jalen Phillips, the edge out of I Miami. Think a, I think that's a good pick. I think he's the best best edge rusher in the class. I agree. Which isn't, you know, it's 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 not no, the no, best. No, no, no. I take Quiddy Pay as my top one. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, Quiddy Pay is. I forgot it. He's gone. But... Jalen Phillips, I think, is two when healthy. Yeah. yeah. All right, you got Washington. And Washington, Washington. Once again, we keep saying it, but Washington is another very interesting team that could go many different ways. Darisaw, I mean. They lost Trent Williams a year ago, over a year ago. I think, I think if you're Washington, you either go Tevin Jenkins or or Darisaw. I'm gonna go with Darisaw though, Christian Darisaw at Virginia Tech. Yeah, no, they definitely need to have some. Make sure, I guess you got it's that defense. Be... You got that defense already. Mm-hmm. Defense will be good. They need. Yeah, to you got the defense already. Want you got to protect the quarterback. We don't know who the quarterback's gonna be yet, but Fitzpatrick most likely, Fitzpatrick, unless yeah, they but... trade for Darnold. Yeah. The Bears, the Bears are another trade-up candidate. I could see if one of these quarterbacks starts slipping, I could definitely see the Bears making a play. But that being said, there's no quarterbacks on the board that I would take. Tevin Jenkins is a guy I do look at here because the Bears do need to protect. I guess it's going to be Andy Dalton this year as their quarterback. Wide receiver is another big one I think they could take. Ugh, I'm going to go back and forth this one. Tevin Jenkins or Rashad Bateman? I'm gonna I go think, Rashad Bateman. Need, yeah, I was about to say. I think they need a, they need some help on the on the wire. I'm gonna go Rashad Bateman here. Yeah, you got to give Allen Robinson somebody else. We're gonna go Bateman. Andy Dalton, somebody else too. All right, you got Carson with his Colts now. Oh, thank God I had this pick. Oh, can we go with the worst player in the draft? Um, no, but you know Indianapolis. You know when you they look haven't really done much in free agency either. They, they haven't. They, they, Chris Ballard never does. They have the most money every. They have top five money every year and they never spend it but when you look at this roster you can't find that many holes in the roster that are like really like noticing that you could say oh wow this the Colts need this position or whatever but I think what they do here is they add they add a tackle and they go with Tevin Jenkins on the outside Yes, now we're moving on to the Titans. Oh, you have your quarterback, you have your running back. They lost, they cut Adoree Jackson, and they cut Malcolm Butler. So what cornerbacks are still on the board here? So we got rid Newsom. of the top three. You got Newsom there. Newsom would be my guy at cornerback if I decide to go cornerback. Newsom's think... the, only, the only corner I could see going in the first, at, like right now. Like I could see. With the, with the remaining left. It wouldn't be surprised me if Asante Samuel goes earlier than expectors. Maybe. I don't think they'll take a wide receiver right here. So they had a wide no, receiver I think, agency. I know they lost Corey Davis. They lost Corey Davis. Uh, I it's don't believe Adam Humphrey. No, he's on Washington now. Yeah, that's right. Okay. 
Yeah, well, yeah, they lost him. I mean, um, but you lost two big cornerback guys. I think I they think... can go cornerback or linebacker here. Yeah. I'm just going to play it safe. I think you lost two of your – they were both starters last year, right? Adoree oh. Jackson was a starter. Yeah, and yes, Malcolm Butler, yeah. star, I believe, right. started, yeah. I'm going Greg Newsom. The Jets, their second first-round pick of this of this draft so far. I think – I think they can go. They can go running back. They can get Najee Harris or uh, Etienne, Javante Williams. I don't see him going in the first round though. Maybe Javante Williams could squeak in depending on maybe, what other teams do. They can go safety. They can go a lot of. They can go edge. I think they're gonna go running back, and I think they're gonna go Najee Harris. Big back to pair with Sam or uh, Sam Darnold. Zach Wilson. Yeah. Zach Wilson. <clears throat> Same thing goes here. It could be back-to-back running backs here with the Steelers. Yeah. But that being said, I'm going to look at a few other options here. Steelers need a quarterback for Big Ben. I don't think that's going to happen. They lost a good amount of defensive starters, too. Cornerbacks are weak. But as I said, I don't think any of the cornerbacks should be taken in the first round, personally. I think Newsom's the last one who really has a first-round grade on my board. Edge rusher, they could use another one next to TJ Watt. So I'm looking at Aziz Ojulari right now. That's a great pick, yeah. On the but edge. also, I'm thinking about Jeremiah Owusu. To pair along with TJ Watt, that's... I'm going to go some... Jeremiah Owusu Karamoa. Take him off the board. Wow, and you to... pronounced that perfectly. With... Actually? I have no idea. Yeah, no, you did. Yeah, uh, 25th pick, Jacksonville. They're, again, their first, their second. Well, all these teams who are getting quarterbacks have more than one pick. Yes. First round pick, I should say. Yeah. So when if you're if you're Jacksonville, you know you got to surround Trevor Lawrence with as much talent around him as possible. And I think a good pick right here is to go wide receiver, and I think they're going to go Rashad Bateman. Bateman's taken already. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Kadarius Tony. I'm sorry. There you go. I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have the Bears taking Bateman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Tony's going to be a late first-round pick, but if Eagles fans are lucky, he'll slip to them at 37. Yep. Mm-hmm. The Browns making their playoffs for the first time in, what, 20 years? Yeah. Around then? He's 21 years. The top guy on the board of the Draft Network's board right now is Travis Etienne. Obviously, they don't need a running back with Kareem Hunt and then Nick Chubb. They might use. They could use an edge or an interior defensive lineman. So two guys I'm looking at here are... Aziz Ojulari and either Christian Bearmore or Levi Unwuzariki. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but they added Malik Jackson. So I think they might be able to wait on the interior. Instead, I'm going to go with Aziz Ojulari, the edge rusher from Georgia. Yeah, I think they're going to go. I think they're going to go defense on the side on pick 26. Yeah, they need I think either defense. that linebacker, they can go any, they can go a lot of positions. They need to make sure of their defense. But I think, excuse me, I think for pick 27, with the Ravens, I think, you know, they just lost their linebacker, Matthew Judon. I think they got to go linebacker or an edge. And I think Zayvon Collins out of Tulsa, I that's think that's one. the guy you go. That's the guy I'm sure the Eagles are going to hope to drops them at 37. He's a guy, he's probably the third best linebacker on the board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's go Saints. Saints have a few different needs. I think... I could see the Saints reach on Asante Samuel here for the need more than best player available kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They need a wide receivers too. I mean, they're going to the season with Jameis Winston. 
So it wouldn't surprise me if someone like they picked on someone like Rondale Moore or even Terrace Marshall Jr., honestly. But looking at it, I I might reach on Asante Samuel Jr. here. I'm thinking about it. But I also am looking at Trevon Morig right there, the safety from TCU. Oh, God. There's a few guys I really like for them. Jason Owe, yeah. It's another yeah. one. Yeah. I'm not really edge. looking at Owe. I think he might work his way into the first, late first, but I don't think it's going to be him. I'm going to go with Morig here. I'm going to say take a safety. Okay. I mean, they got Malcolm Jenkins. I mean, he's getting up there. So, I mean, yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Pick 29, the Green Bay Packers just made it to the NFC Championship game, but not enough. You just round whatever. You gotta, you, you gotta do more for Aaron Rodgers, get that defense right, get the offense around him right. I think, I think what the Green Bay Packers do here is they go interior defensive lineman and they and they go Christian Barrymore. Ooh, 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 yeah, that's a good pick. I'm a Barrymore fan. I think he could go as high as like 16. I think, yeah, I think you're looking at Jacksonville could take him. I think there's a few different teams that could take him. Yeah, I think Tennessee early on him. in the draft. I don't think he'll go top 15, but six, I think he's definitely a first round lock. I will say that. Yeah. Buffalo, Buffalo, Buffalo. Oof. They brought in Matt Burita recently, so I don't think they'll go running back first round like an ETN or even Javante Williams. Mm-hmm. They could use another cornerback or an edge rusher. You know they what? could I'm use go, an edge I was about to say an edge I'm rusher. I'm going to go Jason Owe, the yeah. edge from Penn State. I was leaning towards that way too. And I think I think this is one of the easiest ones I've made so far, just based on the need that Kansas City has. I mean, I think I think you got to go offensive tackle here in Samuel Cosme. Yeah, that Chiefs offensive line. I mean, they got Joe Tooney. But yeah, they, they, they've, they've added some additions on the interior, but... You need the exterior. Yeah, you need the exterior and, you know, getting Samuel Cosme on the outside, <laughs> that's, that's a great addition. You want me to surprise you with my pick for 32 right now? Don't say it. Who do you think I was going to say? Who do you you're going to say, say like you're going to say like ETN? No, it's not a surprise. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going Pat Freermouth, the tight end from Penn okay. State. How about that okay, one? Yeah, I mean that's that's not bad. They love. I mean, he two tight end sets, but I mean you have Cameron Brayton, Rod Gronkowski, but chances are I think Gronk's gone after this year. OJ Howard too. Is he still on the team? Yeah. I forgot about him. I think Freermouth might be the surprise pick of the draft in pick 32. So we got this whole thing that's, figured out here. That's not a bad – listen, it's, it's a pretty good fit. It's, it's a good a fit, good and fit. I think it's my bold pick of the draft right now for that. That's, for today. that's a pretty good pick. I don't think they'll take a running back, honestly. I think they're going to run with Rojo and Leonard Fournette again. Mm-hmm. So I think, if anything, they'll go maybe defense because they brought back all their starters. It's not often you 22, see the Super Bowl team. 22 out of 22 starters the Tampa Bay Buccaneers brought back. That's insane. It's not often you see. They, I could see them maybe getting like a Terrace Marshall Jr. Because they haven't they didn't bring back Antonio Brown yet, have they? No. Yeah, so I could see them maybe no. taking up like a I Terrace think Marshall Jr. Because Rondell Godwin. Moore. I think Rondell Moore would be would be a great fit. Yeah, there's Tampa a few wide receivers they could definitely take because you have a few of these guys. That might have been my, my shot. That might have been my shocker of the draft. Rondell Moore to Tampa Bay. Because you have Godwin, who's yeah. on this franchise tag, who could very well not be there next year. 
Then you have Mike Evans. You got Mike Evans there. on the outside. Yeah, he's a monster. Antonio Brown's not signed yet, but I think he will end up back in Tampa. Mm-hmm. He's going to end up in Tampa or Seattle. But, I mean, you got this pretty – Uh, you added that offense. That's my Yeah, guess. so, I mean, we could – we can – you want to quickly, like, just go, go back and recap it all? Recap, yeah. So, all right, so I won Jacksonville. I mean, the first two picks are pretty obvious. Jacksonville taking Trevor Lawrence out of Clemson. The Jets taking Zach Wilson out of BYU. Two quarterbacks going straight back-to-back. Then another quarterback going. Mac Jones, whether that's Mac Jones or Justin Fields, I think the 49ers traded up for a quarterback. There's no debate about that. It's just a matter of who they go for. We predicted that as of right now, they're going for Mac Jones out of Alabama. The Falcons taking Penny Sewell. Bengals taking Jamar Chase, former teammate of Joe Burrow. The Dolphins taking Jalen Waddle out of Alabama, reunite Tua with Waddle. The Lions are taking Rashawn Slater off to tackle. Panthers, Justin Fields, quarterback. They get their quarterback of the future. Broncos taking Trey Lance, their quarterback of the future, hopefully. Dallas Cowboys, unfortunately, taking Kyle Pitts out of Florida. Probably generational talent, Hall of Fame talent, hopefully. Well, not hopefully for the not Cowboys. Not the Cowboys, but, but yeah, again, the Cowboys, just quickly, yeah. just like recapping top 10 picks after you say that. Yeah. If Kyle Pitts is there at 10 mm-hmm. or they're at nine. Nine, let's nine. Say, yeah. You're offering a package to get up for him. Even though in this case, I'm not sure Denver would trade down because Trey Lance think, is on the board. I think I read something. See, Go ahead. You're not going to see Dallas or New York take a quarterback. Mm-hmm. But the problem with trading back to 12 is the possibility of a team like the Patriots trading up to 10 or 11 to try and get the quarterback or the um, what's there, Chicago or someone like that. So you're not guaranteed to get him there at 12. But I do think if on the board at 8 or 9, the Eagles will try and trade up for Kyle Pitts. Right. Yeah, and Denver might not even take a quarterback at 9. So they could possibly trade down. and Denver could take Kyle Eagles... Pitts at 9. Yeah, Play that. they could. They could. And the Giants, you know, we have Giants taking Quiddy Pay. Great, great addition to the edge out of Michigan. Now we have the Eagles taking J.C. Horn, line him up with Darius Slay, the cornerback of the future for the Eagles. Chargers taking Patrick Sertan, another corner. Minnesota Vikings taking Elijah Vera Tucker, interior offensive lineman. He could, I think he could play on the outside as well, but they, could, they can kind of move him around, see where he goes. New England taking their linebacker, their defensive anchor of the future, Michael Parsons. Cardinals taking Caleb Farley. They just lost Patrick Peterson. Makes sense. Raiders taking Devontae Smith out of Alabama. Miami Dolphins taking Jalen Phillips, the edge rusher. Now, it's no, notice how we didn't have Rousseau going in the first round. That's not a mistake. I think we're both kind of low on Rousseau right now. I'm very low on Rousseau after that yeah, pro day. And yeah, the pro day was some of the other things that have come, up, come out about him. Yeah, the pro day was I think he's going to be well. a second round pick. But yeah. as I did with the I, last I one. I'm gonna highlight the Eagles pick here because obviously, Eagles podcast might as well highlight it. Right. We'll be doing a one to twelve mock draft with more in depth analysis with Jay specifically, who's our big draft guy. Me and Donovan are both good with the draft, but Jay's our huge draft guy. Mm-hmm. So we'll be doing a one to twelve with more in depth analysis on who could be there with the Eagles and whatnot. But if we have him taking a JC Horn with a few guys available. We take JC Horn over Sertan because Horn is, I think, your cornerback one too. He's my cornerback one. I think so. Yeah, he is okay. mine. He's mine too. So, Horn's our cornerback one here. I think they look into Parsons. I don't think it would be a bad pick if they take Parsons because he is more of an off-ball linebacker and would yeah. play a very big role on that Eagles defense. And honestly, 
I think he would be the pick here if Alex Singleton didn't come on to the team last year and show out. That's a that's a good point. That's that's actually a very good point. Yeah, I think Alex, Alex Singleton's resurgence. Yes, yes, yeah. And Devontae Smith, a guy like Devontae Smith, a wide receiver, yes, could be there. The Jalen yeah. Jalen Waddle could be there at twelve. I could see it. There's but, a very real chance. Where we have there's a very real chance that Bengals take Jamar Chase. The Dolphins take, let's say, uh, what's his name, Kyle Pitts, mm-hmm. or then, or you or Atlanta could take the quarterback. Yeah. Then the Bengals could take Chase or Sewell, Sewell and then the and Dolphins could get one or the other two that the Bengals didn't take. You also have to watch so, the Lions for that. The Lions could if I've heard the Lions like Jalen Waddle a lot, so yeah. the Lions could take Waddle if he's yeah. there. Obviously, in this situation, he goes six, but what's whatever. We keep yeah. recapping. Nineteen. Nineteen. Uh, Washington taking Christian Darrisaw, getting that exterior on the on the offensive line. Out of Virginia Tech, the Chicago Bears taking Rashad Bateman, wide receiver, to pair up with Allen Robinson. I think that's a great fit. Indianapolis taking Tevin Jenkins, offensive tackle. Tennessee taking Greg Newsom, cornerback. They lost a lot of their cornerbacks on the roster. The Jets, with their second pick, making Najee Harris, running back out of Alabama, to pair along with Zach Wilson. I think those two together would be insane in New York. Pittsburgh taking Jeremiah owusu Karamo. I think that said that right. Max is better than me at that. Koromoa. Koromoa, okay. At linebacker out of Notre Dame. Jacksonville taking Kadarius Tony, wide receiver to pair along with Trevor Lawrence. That's a that's a great that's a great addition and a fit. Cleveland taking Aziz Ujulari out of Edge Rusher out of Georgia. Baltimore taking taking Zavin Collins, linebacker out of Tulsa. They just lost Matthew Judon, so I think that's a great fit to substitute Judon with. New Orleans taking Trevon Morig. Morig, yeah. Yeah. Safety out of TCU. Green Bay Packers taking Christian Barrymore, interior defensive lineman out of Alabama. Buffalo taking Jason Owe. Edge rusher out of Penn State. Kansas City, the two Super Bowl teams that were in the Super Bowl last year. Kansas City taking Samuel Cosme, offensive tackle out of Texas. Tampa Bay taking Pat Fryermuth, tight end out of Penn State with Max's shocker. Yeah, that was my first round of the pick. Draft. Yeah. Just looking back, I've been trying to highlight like one pick through each like the small little recaps. Yeah, I think. Um, I think a good one is I think a good one is Greg Newsom because how because how much his, his stock is kind of skyrocketed, not skyrocketed, but he wasn't considered a first round pick not too long ago, maybe like a month ago, a couple weeks ago. He wasn't really considered a first round pick, but things kind of changed that way. Get that good prep, and I think his yeah. agents are CAA, so they definitely sent him to like the Exos program, yeah, in Frisco, Texas. And he's definitely been grinding there. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Greg Newsom, definitely been doing that thing. I'm gonna, I, I, I would have loved, I would have loved Newsom in the second round for the Eagles. I think but. he, it wouldn't surprise me if the Eagles went horn and then Newsom if he's there in the second round, or the Eagles could trade back if Newsom's there in the second round, trying to get more picks because he's going to be highly coveted, but. Right. I'm going to highlight the Kadarius Tony pick for the Jaguars because I think Tony is one of the better route running wide receivers in the class. His hands are very good. I think he, I think he's a second round pick, but the senior bowl really helped him. So I think it's going to catapult him up to the late first. Mm-hmm. I think there's a few teams you could see possibly taking Tony. I think you could see the jets possibly reaching on him at 23. The Steelers probably won't take him anymore because of Juju came back. Jaguars, obviously. I think you could see the Baltimore, the Saints, the Packers, 
hell, even the Bills or the Chiefs could take him that late. Because the Chiefs have been in on wide receivers all offseason for free agency. So they right. could easily reach on, or not reach, but take Ter- Kadarius Tony at 31. Mm-hmm. Tony's going to be one of those receivers that's hot. after the big three. It wouldn't even surprise me if Tony went above Rashad Bateman. Put it that way. But another yeah. name I want to highlight real quick <clears throat> is Zayvon Collins. I mentioned him a lot in this podcast. Zayvon Collins, I'm a big fan of Zayvon Collins. I think he is a perfect fit in, in Baltimore. He's a he, he plays the ball very well and he's able to identify where the ball is. And I mean, David Collins, I think is the, I would say the second best linebacker in this class or maybe third, third, I would say Owosu, uh, Karamoa. Yeah. Owosu, I would say second. Parsons, Owosu, Karamoa, and then David Collins. No. Yeah, I agree. There's a lot of good, there's a lot of good talents. Not the NBA draft. You're going to get a guy in the first round who can, what you would think on tape can produce obviously we've yep. seen how he busts a few times we've seen him pick danny watkins or marcus smith and yeah, that sucked but yep. i think at 12 you're gonna have a lot of good guys on the board and even if they pick someone like quitty pay or uh who's the other guy we were talking about earlier today rashawn slater mm-hmm. it's not a terrible pick rashawn slater might be just because they do have my and dillard there but i think if they pick slater you could see dillard out the door right well, honestly, I think they would take the better pick from Mylotta and Dillard. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, we'll and, see. and there's a lot. There's a lot of things that can happen. And this in this draft too, you see like you got a month. I think it's a month exactly from tonight. Yeah, yes, it's the, the 29th. Yeah, it is the 20th. If you know, if you notice in this draft, like the consensus mock drafts, they'll have one through ten. Most of the draft picks, maybe nine out of the ten, are offensive players, offensive talent. Then you look at the rest of the draft. It's kind of leaning more to the defensive side. If you look through 11 to 32, even 25 to 32, most of those picks are kind of coveted by defensive players. So, like, once you get later into the draft, once you get later into the first round, you're going to see a lot more defensive players coming off the board. And and so I think that's very interesting. Yeah, I don't think we had a defensive player in the top 10, yeah. No, no. no. First defensive yeah. player across the board at 11 to Giants. Yeah, so... The, the top ten is gonna be is gonna be all offensive players. The you only see, you might you might see Denver take a quarterback. I was gonna say the only the only the only team I could see taking a defensive player is Denver and Dallas. Yes, I could see Sertan going nine or ten. Uh, Horn maybe Horn or Farley. One of those three corner. I think those three cornerbacks have the only shot of really cracking the top ten. Other than that, it's gonna be offensive talent across the board on the top 10 and then once you get outside the top 10 it's going to be surrounded by defensive talent yeah and i think the plan right now is obviously you said a possible 1 to 12 mock draft this weekend i thought i thought it was a seven round but yeah no yeah, i think we're, we're gonna definitely okay, run through a few more of those especially with the new ones me and okay. jay just did one oh what, that's right that's before, right that's right that's before right. the draft or before the pick or the oh, yeah. trade my brain's going everywhere yeah. Um, but I think the best course of action, honestly, is what we'll probably end up doing since the draft is exactly a month from today is we'll throw out a two round mock draft or not a two round, a first round mock draft in like two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then Hopefully, the week yeah. of the draft, we'll throw out our last complete first round mock draft. And then our last Eagles seven round mock draft. Right. 
I think there's during drafts week, there's going to be a lot of podcasts. I think there's, there's going to be a lot of, co- honestly, this month, like from, yeah. from tonight, from tonight to exactly a month from now. And even after that, cause we're going to cover, we still have to cover, you know, the first round pick. Cause last year we did, we did, when we selected Rager, we, we did a whole pod about the selection of Rager. Pretty sure that was Jay's first time on the podcast. That was, that was before he was a full-time member. Yeah. So, so, you know, we're going to cover the first round pick probably right after the first round or you're going to see that whole the, week is going to be good. Yeah. You're, you're going to see a lot of content from us from now until right after the draft. And then once after the draft, mm-hmm. we're probably going to be doing interview, you know, we'll probably have some guests on for interviews because those months of like May to August are kind of, eh, there's nothing really going on that much because I don't know. I could be wrong, but are there, the, the rookie mini caps are they happening? Mm, I don't even announce it yet. They because they didn't do them last. Obviously, they didn't do them last year. That was because pandemic. Because it's because it's draft rookie mini camp and then full mini camp and then it's you kind of get into the training you know training camp and preseason and everything. That's when everything gets you know full gear. But yeah, I don't know if there's going to be a rookie mini camp. Definitely but, a fun month. Yeah, yeah. April is going to be content heavy. So. Very content heavy on all, on not even just on the podcast, but our pages as well. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. It'll be fun. Yeah. So just like that, that's been me. Philly Eagles updates. Get me to the K. Make sure you shout me out. Follow me on Instagram and Max Eagles Intel. And hopefully on the, ne- yeah, on the next podcast, we'll probably have all four of us doing the one through 12 and, you know, we'll see how that ends out. Maybe it'll be different from the one we've just made, or maybe it'll be a little similar. We'll see, but yeah, that's been us. And, Make sure you leave us five stars. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere you can find us. And yeah, thank you guys for watching. Peace. Listening.